0: Hello, and welcome to Let Creativity Podcast. This is your host, Alicia K. Hurst. Today's guest is Gabby Dymake. She is a photographer who shoots weddings and has two exhibits, one in New York. And now in Austin, Texas called Badass Woman. She is an amazing uh, motivator because she gives advice to people throughout the show about how to start and, and follow their passions. And she's just full of great energy. So please, without further ado, Gabby Daimiki.
1: Well, welcome to the show, Um, Gabby Dimeke. You're a fashion photographer, and it sounds like a a lot more than that, Um, but we will get to that. Uh, Any other hats besides photographer that you wear?
2: So I've actually like always done photography. I haven't like had any other like quote unquote career besides that, except for when I was a teenager, I was a summer camp counselor. (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) Yep. I picked up a camera when I was like 12 and I kind of always knew that was, that was my thing.
1: That's really interesting. Yeah. So if we can kind of start there at 12 year old Gabby and then how your, what your story is, how you got to where you are. For
2: sure. So it's kind of hilarious. My mom gave me like a little point and shoot camera. Uh, I was going to a concert. So she was like, here, take this. You know, you can take pictures at the concert. And instead of taking pictures of everybody on stage, I ended up like turning the camera around and taking all these like portraits of like people in the audience and like their outfits and like the fashion and stuff like that. Um, and so later I came back and I showed my mom and I thought she was going to be really excited. I was like, look at all these cool pictures. And she was like, Gabby, you can't take pictures of strangers. <laughs> oh. But jokes oh. on her because that's what I do for a living now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so cool. So were you interested? And in, so it sounds like one, you're interested in fashion. And also it sounds like you're interested in the people themselves. Is that true or
2: Totally. So I, to give you some context, I grew up on a farm in Missouri. So we oh, were like, not near a town. It was the, the middle of nowhere, literally fields and cows and horses, which was really cool. Like looking back now, I'm grateful for that. But I was always, I don't know what it was if I had like seen magazines or like from TV, I was like, I want to live in a city. I want to go to MoMA, the, the museum of modern art in New York city, like that, the fashion, the culture, the art, art things like was really, really inspiring to me. And Mm. we don't really know where that came from because like no one in my family was like, especially artistic. I will say my dad loved to draw and like, he was definitely a creative person. My mom says she's, she self-proclaims that she's not creative at all, even though, you know, I don't think that's true. I think there's a difference between being creative and artistic. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it just kind of, I always was interested in making art art things, building things, painting things, putting things together. And then once I found a camera, that was it. I was like, this is it. I, I wanna practice this and take photos every day. And so that's pretty much what I did.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. So, so, so it was like a click. And I've heard that from a bunch of people, like some people, like they try out different things and then it was like, when the, once they got to what they really enjoyed, it just was like, I know this is it. <laughs> And then for sure. Go forward. And I think
2: like it was, there was definitely always something in me that was like kind of exploring different things. So I was trying like knitting. I got really into knitting for a while or, you know, sculpture, collage, like these different mediums. But for me, it was something about like trying to capture a person's personality. It was like a, a mesh of those two things. Like I loved like being out and doing things and meeting new people. And then it, like the combination of that with like photography being able to like capture a mood or a feeling on camera like I just I felt like that was exactly what I was meant to do.
1: Very nice and then how do you so how do you do that how does one do that if one <laughs> has that passion?
2: Yeah, so at the time I basically just my parents ended up getting me a little bit of a nicer camera um and I would take it everywhere. You know, I would have a volleyball game and I would have it on the bench with me and I would take pictures of my friends playing or hanging out with my friends or literally I would take it with me everywhere and just take pictures. Mm-hmm. And now looking back they were like horrible and like terrible photos, <laughs> but I thought they like I always thought that there was something there, you know, maybe if no one else could see it yet. Yeah. Um, And so now, you know, to answer your question, like, how do you do that? How do you capture a mood or a feeling on camera? I think you, It starts with talking to the person. So if you're shooting another person, it's like, okay, tell me about you. Like, tell me about your background. How can we incorporate what you're trying to convey into the picture? Maybe it's the Mm. location. Maybe it's the background. Maybe we're doing dramatic lights to make it dark and moody. Um, And so I think that's the creative piece I like to unfold. And that's why photography hasn't gotten boring for me because every new project, it's like, how are we going to do it? How, you know, how can we make this photo something we've never done before? And that really excites me.
1: That makes a lot of sense. And plus, everybody's so different, too. It's a different puzzle to unfold, which, yeah. So it would be hard to get um, boring. Uh, But what are the technical, like, what did you have to go to school for? Were you self-made? Like, how does that work? So, yes.
2: It, so I, um, I got kind of a nice camera where I would consider myself like actually starting to like learn and teach myself like the technical, like manual, you know, factors of the camera itself and learning about the lenses and all these things. Probably when I was a late teen, so like 15, 16, I really started kind of like learning YouTube videos and, and figuring out Photoshop and stuff like that. Um, And then in high school, I started like charging my friends like 50 bucks to do their senior pictures and stuff like that. I did decide to study photography in college, Mm -hmm. uh, but for anybody that's interested in photography or like any art type skill. I would say you don't have to go to college. Like, don't feel like you need that, like quote unquote technical training. I did learn a lot of technical things. Like I was taught film, you know, I I know how to develop film and all all of that, you know, stuff through college and then studio lighting and all that stuff. And it was helpful, but I feel like all of the actual, like out, you know, on the field training, so to speak, I just learned because every week. I was practicing and, and I feel like that's where I got a lot of my you know, kind of real hands-on learning.
1: Oh, very nice. And then uh, I feel the same way I learned the best, um, just doing it in trial and error and everything. And so I love that you're highlighting that as well because school can be expensive. Um, oh, so
2: expensive. And like, <laughs> I mean, I had a great experience but I think you can honestly, like if you're really passionate, go on YouTube and Google and everything about, you know, wedding photography is one area that I do now. And sometimes I'm like, ooh, I want some new pose ideas or I want to edit this a little bit different. And I just go on YouTube and for free, people have hundreds and thousands of suggestions of, of ways you can mix it up and learn. So I think you can learn anything on the internet.
1: Really, truly. Uh, yes. YouTube is is a wonderful, I mean, that wasn't available in my I'm like, I'm trying to remember what it actually, like I remember the world before YouTube and it's, it's so amazing. But, um, I do want to ask, do you have like photographers that you look up to or your favorites or inspiration?
2: Totally. So Annie Leibovitz, she's kind of like a photographer that, you know, I feel like a lot of photographers aren't really like famous, but I think she's kind of like a big name that people kind of know and recognize. Um, and she, I became obsessed with her work because she does portraits of women, Mm -hmm. mainly. I mean, she does a lot of stuff too. Now she works for Vanity Fair, like does big group shots of like TV cast members. She shot the queen. Um, But like, she got really famous in like the 80s and 90s for, she did like concerts and like musicians. And then she did this whole series of portraits of women. And that just really connected with me. I've always been like wanting to empower women. And especially when I started my own small business as a female small business owner, that became even more important to me, which is why I started the Badass Women Project, which I'm sure we'll get to. Mm. Uh, But I, I love Andy Leibovitz because she just really inspired me and like really captured like, oh, wow, like you can show femininity, but at the same time, like how strong and capable women are. And I didn't see a lot of other people doing that. Like I didn't grow up with that kind of imagery. I think nowadays you see a lot more of that type of stuff. Like it's kind of more of like social norm to see that kind of stuff. But at the time I was just like, this is so cool. I'm not, I don't see anybody making work like this. Uh,
1: And then, yes, absolutely. And then um, I remember, so if you can give me, For some, I don't, because the picture that came up in my mind when you said her name, I don't know if that's correct or not. Is there like a famous image that she, or?
2: She has a couple. She has John Lennon and Yoko Ono, his wife. It's like them two laying. She has Whoopi Goldberg in like a tub of milk. That's a really famous picture. She also did that kind of controversial photo of Miley Cyrus topless. She has like a blanket like she's holding. That was like a huge deal because at the time it was like, she was still kind of like a teenage star so people are like I don't know they were haters but she's so so many just beautiful images
1: awesome okay and then I did want to ask because you are because yes you have a, a whole project on badass women it just out of curiosity for just your out of your personal experience do you feel like there's something women do in general that disempower them
2: Mm, like just in terms of like visually in photography, like being photographed or what is that what you mean?
1: Well, actually both. I wasn't even thinking in that aspect, but yeah, that or just in in their personal (laughs) lives or how they act.
2: Yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's so many differences between men and women and it's kind of funny. Like it's, I didn't realize until a few years ago that I was specifically drawn to photographing women, like maybe because since I am one, like it's easier for me to kind of like be in their shoes and then direct them and like pose them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's, it's really interesting on the photography side. Like I definitely direct and pose and just photograph like men and women really differently. And definitely I'm way more comfortable photographing women than men. And I've also just have more experience because after the, this project doing the Badass Women series, I photographed like hundreds and hundreds of women and I've probably only photographed a couple hundred men. So it's kind of interesting to think about.
1: Yeah, it is. And then, um, and also how they may react to you, right? Cause there's mm-hmm. that relationship uh, mm-hmm. that happens I'm assuming with, uh, with photographing people.
2: And I also feel like the more that you get to know people, the easier it is to photograph them. So like, I feel like the beginning of a photo shoot is always a little bit more like kind of rusty. People are awkward. People are nervous. And then I'm like really hyper on a shoot. So I'll be like, oh my gosh, yes. Like turn this way. Okay. This looks amazing. Da And then people like kind of loosen up and then they kind of get into it. And then it's kind of cool to see like really how empowered they are by the end of And they're excited and they can't wait to see the pictures and they feel really confident. And so I just think it's crazy that like, I ended up having a career that like merged like art and also like inadvertently like building up women and giving them confidence. Like, I just think that's really cool.
1: That is really cool. (laughs) And you can tell you love it. (laughs) I do. I'm obsessed with photography. (laughs) It's like, you're getting jazzed. up just talking about it. (laughs) For sure. Um, was there, is, is there any like difficulties or, or is it, like with the photography process or or something that you find hard despite your love for it?
2: Yeah. So I think lighting can be really hard. Like I, I don't really like to shoot in a studio because I just feel like, it's just kind of like a plain background. And I, I just don't really connect to that. The thing that I love to do is like, especially for the Badass Women series, like I ask the person, what's a place you love? And you're like, is there a coffee shop that you always go to to get inspiration? Or do you have a home office that you've decorated because it always gets you in the zone to focus or, you know, whatever it is. Do you have a the place in the park that you really like to sit and like have picnics at or whatever? Um, and so I think, now that's kind of like my new mindset for when I have shoots at all is like let me talk to the person and figure out what's a space that they really like or connect to or are trying to convey. And I just find it so more much more interesting to like find a cool restaurant or coffee shop or find a cool mural and photograph people in front of that versus just like in the studio on like a blank wall um and so because of because I often shoot outdoor it's called like an environmental portrait so like not a studio Mm. setting but like out and about in the world um the lighting conditions are kind of always just random right like it could rain that day could be sunny could be shady and so I've kind of had to learn how to adapt like okay, it's overcast here. We have some sunlight coming in here. There's some shade here. Like how can I position the person? So they're still going to look great, even if the light is doing tons of random stuff. So that's, that's always a challenge. Like it, it, you never really know exactly what it's going to be like until you're there that day. Like you can scout it out the day before at four o'clock, but it's the next day at four o'clock and the sun's different. Then you you just got to kind of work on the fly, but it's kind of like a fun challenge
1: that makes sense but I love that you're looking for places that really draw out the person's personality or depict it through the photo rather than and yeah I can understand how the studio could might be um I don't even know what the word is I like bland comes to mind but I yeah don't know
2: <laughs> it's just crazy because like I know other photographers like one of my best friends she's a studio photographer she does fashion photography and that's all she shoots in is with professional models in a studio and the work is amazing like and she's always having them do crazy angles and like just stuff i would never think about so mm-hmm. it's just crazy how you know every photographer is different and works with what they feel comfortable with and comes up with something totally
1: different so it's like different it's almost kind of like different palettes if i was talking painter wise
2: <laughs> exactly the same and even like um i feel like yeah like i'll see people post stuff that they took on their iphone on instagram and i'm like. I would have never thought to do that shot. Like, that's so cool. So it's just, it's really awesome.
1: (laughs) And then getting to your project, Badass Women, uh, I was looking at your site and I really enjoy some of the things that they say, like I'm trying to come up. Yes. I mean, they really are great. John, uh, Oh, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her, the founder of Hero Cosmetics she says you need an attitude of I don't know the answer yet but I'm going to figure it out don't wait until you've figured it out an entrepreneur learns along the way that openness and learning attitude is really important have a tendency toward action no matter what the task or need is be willing to just do it I mean and it, how you've been talking to it really sounds like that's what you've been doing as well um so there's just a really I I, I was every every picture I've clicked on and the words are just like, yes, yes, yes. You,
2: you totally nailed it. Like, I feel like one of the, I mean, the photos are really cool and like, it was, you know, life-changing experience to interview and photograph all these really, really successful women. But I feel like you're totally right and that the thing that's really special and magical is all the advice and all the kind of raw thoughts that they shared with me. So after I did the portrait with each of them, I we sat down for like 15, 20 minutes and I just asked them about their company, you know, what worked, what, what didn't work, what would you change, what advice would you give a young girl kind of starting out like looking up to you kind of thing. And the advice was crazy. They had so many just like great little nuggets of advice. And the quote that you specifically read, I feel like that sums up the whole group, which is that almost every single one of them was like, look, You're not going to feel 100% confident or you're not going to feel like you know all the answers when you start this business. Like, you just need to start it and take it one day at a time and keep working at it. And that's how you'll make progress. Because if you wait until you're 100% ready and know all the answers, you're going to wait until forever because that's never going to happen. There's always going to be new questions and puzzles that come up. So. And yeah, you, I also appreciate that you said that it sounds like I'm kind of like also reiterating that. And I feel like it's because through talking to them all, like it, it's rubbed off on me and I'm like trying to live my life in that way too.
1: And that's amazing because you get used to, I imagine you get used to problem solving and just expecting things to come up and not go exactly right. And then you, the more you get used to that, I mean, I guess, I don't know if it gets smoother, but at least it's not as it's not like a huge deal as maybe it would have been if you're just like, no, this has to work out the way I plan.
2: <laughs> for sure. I feel like you get used to pivoting quickly and it, it doesn't like ruffle you as much. Right. Um. One example I like to tell is that I really, really wanted to get uh, this one girl in the badass women series. And um the, like her team was just like, she's really busy. She's like a professional athlete for Nike. And it's like, just busy her name's Ingrid Silva and she's in New York um and so we were trying to work it out with her team trying to work it out with her team and I really prefer to have about one hour to do the shoot and the interview I like to do the shoot for about 20-30 minutes and then I like to do the interview for about 20 minutes um and then just you know have a little leeway in case you know we need to adjust but her team was like she can't have an hour and the the gallery show was going to be on like a Saturday and on the Tuesday before the gallery show they're like Okay, she has 15 minutes free on Wednesday tomorrow. Like, can you come in and do the photos in the interview in 15 minutes? Oh and my was, gosh. I'm like, okay, uh, sure, you know what? Sure, I can. And I went there and I took the photos in like 10 minutes and we chatted for like five minutes. And the photos are some of the coolest photos from the series. Like she started dancing in her studio, like she was doing a real rehearsal. So she was like, here, let me just like do some moves and was like dancing around. And I got her portrait and it just, yeah. So you, you have to pivot. And anyways, that was on Wednesday. I put it in the show on Saturday, like printed out the next day. And it was,
1: wow, (laughs) you have to pivot if you need. That's a great example. But also I think in those moments too, when you have to pivot really fast, you let, you think less, right. You process less. So you're, you're react or you're, I won't say reacting, but you're, you're, it's like gut instinct that you have to listen to more.
2: Yeah. I feel like it's almost like um, sometimes when I get in the zone, I'll like kind of pivot into this like flow state, which Mm -hmm. is definitely like, you know, kind of like the pinnacle of creativity when you're like, you've done the research, you've practiced this many times. And then it, when it's go time, you're like, oh yeah, I know exactly what to do. I know exactly how I'm going to pose this. I know exactly how I'm going to shoot it. And it's totally like this automatic thing. And you're not even like consciously, you're just like going, cause you know, that's, that's it. And I totally feel like that was one of those instances.
1: And so tell me, what was the inspiration for, I think you've already touched a, bit, a little bit about it, but what was, when did you decide like, oh, I need to do this exhibit?
2: Yes. So um, to kind of bridge the gap, I, um, I did undergrad, I studied photography. And then I ended up going to grad school for fashion photography in London, which was Ooh. really cool. I was there for two years. Um, it was a crazy experience. And then after London, I was like, okay, I want to move to New York City. It's been my dream since I was like 15. I'm gonna move there. So I moved there and it was like the first time I was out of school, like I was like, oh, okay. Like I am a business owner now. Like I have to like pay bills and like make my money doing photography. That's, that was like why I went to school for photography. (laughs) So that was really overwhelming. And I had no, I had no experience or like not really sure what I was supposed to do. And so then that's when I started seeing all these female business owners in New York who were like killing it, you know, building new projects, like putting products out, just like being really innovative. And I was like, I need to ask them what they're doing because they're going to have the answers and like, they can help me with my business. And so that's how it evolved. I started kind of interviewing them. And then I was like, I think I want to like take their portrait too. Cause I always just want to take everyone's portrait. Like if you're just friends with me, I'll be like, let's just set up a photo shoot. Like I have these two friends right now. Um, they're like a really cute couple and they don't really like to get their photo taken. And I, every like week that we hang out, I'm just like, I really want to take your photo. Like, here's the mood board. Like, let me know. And like, they said, they're like, uh, in August, we're going to do the shoot. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I love to take everyone's pictures. So I was like, you know what? If I'm going to interview these women, I am just going to also photograph them. And then after I had done like 20 or 30, I was like, I think I want to like put this out into like, you know, an art gallery or like as a body of work. And so then I decided I was going to do 50. And then people kept referring other women. They were like, oh no, but this, she has to be in it. She's so cool. So it ended up being Uh. 55. (laughs) And then I had held an art gallery show for it. So that, that was how it all kind of came about.
1: That's really amazing. How do the people themselves, the women that were photographed, how do they react to it? Or do you get to see that response?
2: Yes. So it was kind of cool. Cause like in the individual shoot, obviously, you know, when I, after I like work with them and we're doing the photos, they're usually pretty excited by the end to like see the photos and all that stuff. Um, and so individually I knew that like, they liked the photos and that there was, you know, they were excited to be part of it, but like, the thing that really came together is when I printed out all the photos and hung them up, like framed them. And then I hung them up all in the gallery and invited everyone to come for like this opening night. Um, like they would just walk up, they would see their photo, they would see the, you know, their name, their business, their quote, and then they would see all these other women. And like, it was just this like really magic moment of being like, wow, like our power as individuals is strong, but our power collectively as women is Mm -hmm. invincible so that was a cool moment.
1: That is, that's really amazing. I love that you're highlighting that. And because what I read from your website, you're now taking it to Austin. Is that true? Yes. So after COVID
2: happened, I was like, I'm going to move out of New York because like, it's crazy here. Everything's shut down. No good. So uh, my boyfriend and I ended up moving to Austin And I was like, well, I don't really want to like stop the series just because I'm not in New York anymore. And he was like, yeah, you should just continue it here. So I'm about 20 to I'm about 28 or 30 portraits done with the Austin series. I think I'll probably do 50 again. And then hopefully by, you know, fall or spring of next year, I'll have another gallery show. And then maybe one day I can just like do it in a bunch of different cities. I think that'd be awesome.
1: Very cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see the, the, the awesome one too. And just out of curiosity, is there like a certain vibe, is there a different vibe you get from New York women as opposed to Austin women? For sure. I feel
2: like in, general, and this is just kind of a generalization, but in general, I like the New York women are very much like, let's go, let's hustle. I have 15 minutes, like very just, they're on a time frame and they're busy and they're going and they're hustling. And mm-hmm. I think the Austin women in general have been a little bit more laid back, like, and that also might be a product of the pandemic because I did do quite a few of these like socially distanced kind of like during the, the thick of the COVID times. Right. So, uh, but yeah, everyone in Austin has just been like extra friendly down to just go grab a cup of coffee after and like tell me their whole life story. Uh, and that's been really cool too. too. So just a little bit of diver- a different pace, but mm. everyone in general has just been super excited about it and and like down to Uplift Women, like as a community.
1: That's amazing. I love, I love. And then, so I hear you is talking about in the future, you hope they go to other major cities. Is there any other projects that you've got in mind that you don't mind sharing? Like what's the future of <laughs> For sure. So
2: I actually also besides, um, you know, this personal project I do and just my commercial work that I do for brands and businesses um, in 2019, I got really into shooting concerts and music festivals, Mm -hmm. which is like kind of hilarious because I had always, always told that story about how my mom uh, gave me the camera to go take pictures at a concert. And, like, I've always gone to concerts and loved music, like, deeply. And it it genuinely never occurred to me until a few years ago that, like, I should try photography and concerts, like, together. (laughs) But I did. I got some photo passes. I started working with this magazine in New York. And I started shooting shows. And then I started shooting music festivals and absolutely fell in love with it. It's, Mm -hmm. like, all the things I love about photography, like, trying to catch, you know, someone's personality. But it's, like times 10, because you have like four minutes and people, there's a huge crowd yelling and it's loud and the lights are dark and you're, you're only in the pit for the first three songs. And the person on stage is running around like a maniac. So it's like literally like the challenge of a portrait, but on steroids, but I love that.
1: (laughs) Yes, you do have a lot of high energy. So I can see you really excelling in that type of environment.
2: (laughs) And you just have to be kind of crazy to shoot concerts. Like you have to like, go to the concert really early and then maybe the main act doesn't come on until like one o'clock in the morning and you're like why I want to be in bed why am I here uh and yeah just shooting crazy stuff backstage like it's just it's well suited to my personality so it's kind of (laughs) fun
1: and then how do your parents see you now like how did what do they think about your career
2: yeah they've always been so supportive like I have to give them mad props because you know coming from them both growing up in the midwest kind of in a small town like they didn't know, you know, how is my daughter going to make a living doing photography? Like you know, they didn't know how to do that or how artists actually make money or anything like that. But they were always just like, if you're passionate about it, do it, you know, we'll figure out the rest. And so they really Mm -hmm. pushed me to uh, like submit my photography to like photography contests when I was like a teenager. And then, for, you know, ended up going to college and they're like, yes, study photography. Like it'll be great. Um, and so now they're just like super excited. And I always send them pictures of like photo shoots I'm on, or if I'm like, it's kind of funny now. Cause I, I'm in Austin and there's a lot of country music concerts down here and they love country. So if I'm ever shooting like a band that they like, or that they know huh. I'll like send them my press passes and stuff or be like, Hey, like look who I'm shooting today. And they're like, Oh, that's so cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that they're supportive to you even if they had no idea like how to really you know do anything but just that verbal support it goes a long way
2: I think it's it's life-changing because like I mean literally my mom just being like you can do whatever you want like if you want to do photography as a career like there's no reason that you can't do that and like even in college the professors would be like Well, like you might do photography as a side business, but it's like impossible to be a photographer, like to make your actual living from photography and like low key, if you work hard, if you're, if you're a hard worker at anything you do, like you can make it work. And, and so, yeah, having their encouragement and them just telling me that I can do it. I never thought I couldn't do it. And then I did it. And now looking back, I'm like, dang, that's really intimidating. Like, I don't, if I didn't have that encouragement, I don't know if I would have been able to do that.
1: And now you're just kind of expanding that encouragement to other women, which I think is so beautiful. I love it. Uh, If you don't mind, we'll go over the four questions that I like everyone um, about creativity, and then we'll circle circle back around about, you know, where people can find you and your information. Um, So, the first question I asked is, What is creativity to you? And you said, To me, it's using your imagination to create something great. It doesn't have to be great for everyone, just from your perspective. I love that. So, um, do you have any other additions to that? Yeah, for sure.
2: Like, I think A, the piece of just using your imagination is key. Like, I don't think it matters what you're doing. Like, my boyfriend uses his creativity to do gardening, and he loves (laughs) that. Like, whatever it is, that's your thing that you're passionate about. Maybe it's cooking, maybe it's knitting, maybe it's building cars, like whatever it is. I think it's that you're like building those creative muscles and practicing. I think that's huge. And then also it definitely doesn't have to be for everyone. Maybe you love something. And then someone else is like, well, that's really weird. I don't know why you would make clay figurines of animals or something. And you're Mm -hmm. like, well, I love doing that. And that's, that's really at the end of the day, all that matters.
1: Exactly. Because of, well, and that's such a great point to highlight too, because if you are doing it for other people, usually what I find is that that doesn't bring you a lot of happiness. Yeah,
2: definitely. Like you'll know when you're doing your creative thing and you're in your flow state, because it's something that you're passionate about.
1: And then... What do you hate about creativity? You said, I hate how unpredictable it is. Some days I'm working with a frustrating client or it's raining, like you mentioned, or whatever it may be, and it's hard to focus.
2: For sure. I definitely think that I mean, creative creativity is one of those things where it's like it goes and flows. Some days I'll be like in the zone, ready to do a shoot. Other days I'll be like, I'm tired. I do not want to go do this shoot right now. And you kind of have to just like push through and really focus. But Another thing that really helps me is just like the repetition. So the fact that I do have multiple photo shoots per week helps me kind of keep into that zone and jump into it when I need to, and then doing other stuff that kind of like just aids. So like, maybe it's making a mood board or like I was just in Joshua tree doing a branding photo shoot. And I was like, I'm going to try video. And I I've never really done video like professionally. And so that was just like other things that kind of like aid along with photography, just kind of build that creativity.
1: Right. Because I imagine video, you still have to worry about lighting and
2: framing. Yep, exactly. But it was was a totally different element, but I actually loved it. And I was like, I think I'm going to keep, because photography sometimes for me gets hard because maybe it's a project I don't want to do, but I'm doing it just to like make money and pay my bills. But like, I think video it's like, I think I'm going to leave that as like, I'm really only going to do video projects for like projects I'm really like excited and passionate about. And of course I get those with photography all the time. And that's one of the main reasons I did with the badass woman is so that I would have that thing that I was really excited about on a weekly basis. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where video goes.
1: Very cool. And then what do you love about creativity? I love that spark of inspiration you feel on a photo shoot or when I'm in a flow and know exactly how I'm going to photograph uh, photograph something almost like an instinct. Or when I'm editing and I get just the right colors and tones, that feels awesome. Yeah,
2: that's totally self-explanatory, but like I was shooting a wedding yesterday, And when I was shooting it, like in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to shoot it this way because I know I'm going to use this certain preset and edit it this way, like later. And so I got home and I put it into Photoshop and I used the preset and like, it was just chef's kiss. Like it just did exactly (laughs) what I wanted. And I was like, yes, oh, beautiful. And it made me happy. And that's totally the flow state and creativity.
1: I like that you like, and because I think, um, kind of giving yourself a high five like that is important too. like,
2: yeah, like, like, oh yeah, that worked out. Cause I <laughs> also had plenty of moments that like, I was like, oh man, now I have to crop this thing out. Or like, I screwed up the lighting here. Let's make it black and white. So you don't notice <laughs> like, so yeah, it, it's a pendulum, but you're always just got to hype yourself up. Cause you know, when you make mistakes too, you're just like, well, that's fine. I'll learn from it.
1: Right. And then the last one, where is your creativity? So my creativity is ever evolving from portrait photographer to, I'm sorry, from portrait photography to fashion, to food, to weddings, to recently concerts and music festivals. Now I'm learning GIFs and stop motion and video. It's fun. And that, I think just that it's fun (laughs) is very clear with
2: you. (laughs) For sure. And I think that, I mean, that's one cool thing with photography is like, I've been doing it for like 10 years now, but I still like, I tried food in New York. I did like, I was a full-time food photographer for a couple of years. And now I'm trying concerts and music festivals. And then now I'm getting into, you know, like it's just, there's always more things to try and get good at. And I just like that challenge of like, okay, maybe now I'm gonna get into like landscape photography and be like, all right, I'm gonna take some amazing landscape photos. Although I'm terrible at nature photography. So I probably won't do that, but as an example. (laughs)
1: Very beautiful. And then, um, so, and kind of circling it back around to where, so you have the website for badass women and then where can people find you if they wanted to get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, for sure. So they can go to Gabby that has like tons of cool galleries. And, um, as we mentioned earlier, I've been working on some gifts. So like I'll take multiple photos and then like put it together as like a little stop motion thing mm-hmm. um so that I have some new uh stuff of that up on my website too and then also Instagram I'm like always posting on Instagram and doing behind the scenes of photo shoots and and stuff like that so that's just g dimes on Instagram and I'm g dimes on all social media so that you know easy to find
1: Okay, great. And then you said you do um, you just said you do you kind of give the background of photo shoots. Oh, that's really I bet that would be pretty interesting to see.
2: I think people really like that because, I mean, it's obviously, quote unquote, boring for me now, because like it's like, okay, it's just another set or another day on a shoot. But I just always get a lot of comments of people being like oh my gosh, like, tell me, how did that work behind the scenes? Like, how did you do that? What, you know, what was the reason for setting the light up this direction and stuff? So whenever I can kind of like provide that extra insight, I think that's kind of just like adds to people understanding like more about photography. So it's kind of fun to to throw that into.
1: Yeah. And I really love seeing the behind, personally, the behind the scenes of any art, because then it's like the finished project is always great. Right. Then it's like, but when you see the work that went behind it, I think it just makes that finished project shine even brighter. It's like, Oh, (laughs) totally.
2: And I also have this, um, highlight tab on Instagram where it's before and after of photos. Um, Mm -hmm. and so it's really cool. Like, especially in New York, I had this one shoot where, um, basically I photoshopped a whole pink wall in. And so like the before picture is just like kind of terrible of this girl. And then all of a sudden you click the after and it's like, everything's like beautiful. The what pink walls in the background, the lighting's there. And people were just like, oh wow, this is a totally different photo. So it, it's cool to see, you know, the, tr- the transformation.
1: Yeah. And then how about you as a person? How's that transfer? Like, do you feel like you've transformed through the years or
0: how's that?
2: <laughs> yeah. It, I f- actually feel like I'm transforming like I feel like my photography changes like every few months like to the point where if it's like more than a year ago, if I look at the photos, I'm like, oh, Gabby, why did you crop it this way? Why didn't you straighten the lines? Like, why didn't you brighten the whites there? Uh, And I definitely get really critical of my old work. So, Mm -hmm. but I think that's a good thing. I think that just means I'm still evolving and I'm still learning a lot. You know, I would rather have that than to look back at work from five years ago and be like, oh, that's exactly how I would have done it. Because then it's like, how have I grown at all? How have I tried anything new? So yeah, I feel like my photography is still changing all the time, especially like now doing concerts and stuff. I've been using a lot of like hard flash, especially because like when it's dark I'll, for, you know, if it's a portrait of someone, I'll like try some lighting and stuff. So, and that's even like kind of changing my style. So it's kind of fun how it's always evolving.
1: That's a great point, right? If, if nothing's changed in five years, <laughs> then you're like, ooh, I got to go try something <laughs> new for fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But I also will just like always, if it's a brand I like, or if there's like a restaurant in Austin, I want to try, I'll DM them and be like, Hey, can I come and like experiment and like take some cool photos of, you know, your products or your food, uh, like in exchange for some free food or like some free product. And then I do that a lot. I do that. Like, I don't know, once a month or so to just like, practice and be free and and do something, not, not just cause it's a paid job, but just to like cultivate my craft. And then also I usually eat the food and it's great too. So full added bonus.
1: I love that. And then is there anything uh, that you haven't said that you want to highlight that you haven't had a chance to say it? Ooh,
2: I would just say for anybody listening, like if you have a thing you really want to do or a career you're really passionate about, or like anything at all that you're like, Ooh, I, I've been too kind of hesitant to like go out on a limb and like start that or try it or go for it. I would just say like, you should just do one step like each day and, and really try to start that process. Because once you start taking those steps, uh, you'll realize it's not as scary as you thought it was. And then, you know, when you look back, then it's like six months later and you've made so much progress and you're like, Oh wow, I'm glad I took that first step. So if you have something that's like on your mind right now, like, I think you should go for it. <laughs>
1: and you I, and you're a lovely prime example of that and I'm so glad you are on the show just really highlighting all of that and and spreading the, that wisdom because yes I think there's too many people with that like inkling or that little voice that they keep pushing aside yeah.
2: And thank you so much for having me on the show. I feel like it's been so fun to like talk about creativity and the artistic process, and it's getting me hyped up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Of course, I'm going to have all the information for you, uh, for the listeners, uh, in the uh, description. And please check out her website on Badass Women. They've got, I mean, not only are their photos gorgeous, but they've got amazing things to say too. And I can't wait to see your exhibit from Texas. <laughs>
2: yes it should be awesome and also once you're once they're on the website if they scroll to the bottom if they know somebody that's a badass woman they can nominate them to be part of the series too so if you know somebody
1: let me know awesome okay will do well thank you so much thanks
0: Thank you again, Gabby Dimeke for being on the show and everyone. She is a portrait and lifestyle photographer and you can find her at G-A-B-Y-D-E-I-M-E-K-E photo.com and look at her beautiful pictures and especially check out that exhibit called Badass Woman. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for next week for a new show. Bye.